Welcome to On the Brink, the No Gray Area podcast, because there should be no middle ground in the battle against addiction and for your mental health. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, 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 therapy. Hi, guys. My name is Yosia, and I've been in recovery for 12 months following a drawn-out battle with alcohol that lasted on and off for the better part of 30 years. My co-host is Pamela Rynell, a transformational life coach, personal and business development consultant, and the managing director of Consulti Uganda. These accounts are drawn from my experiences and what helps me every day in the hope that I can offer light at the end of the tunnel for anyone or their loved ones battling addiction. When it feels right, it feels right. I feel like my issues with alcohol are well and truly in the rearview mirror. It is important to be mindful if we're going to make crystal clear decisions that broker no gray area. Everything begins with our thoughts. Thoughts lead to feelings, which in turn lead to actions. On this episode, I'm going to borrow from Sigmund Freud and his psychoanalytic concept of the id, the ego, and the superego. We will attempt to highlight the importance of never minimizing your feelings, especially because we know where they originate from. It is crucial for healthy decision-making post-rehabilitation. And so, in the spirit of Freud, I am going to put a face to the three elements he derived and beg the question, is your ego your amigo? Three quick tips and some insight. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Listen to, or at the very least, be aware of those inner voices in your head. The perpetual self-talk. That is your id, your ego, and your superego haggling amongst themselves. The id is the primitive, instinctual part of the mind. It contains hidden memories as well as sexual and aggressive drives. It is the only component that is present from birth and it seeks instant gratification. It ensures that the needs of a hungry or uncomfortable infant are met for its survival. This is why the infant will cry until the demands of the id are satisfied. Vital for a baby, right? Not so much for a grown person looking to navigate through life in a healthy, sober-minded fashion. In fact, I can see the fingerprints of the id all over the crime scene which constituted my days abusing alcohol. The id was that voice in my head which pushed me to relapse and eventual freefall into a dark, endless abyss by virtue of its impulsive nature. And once that first drink has been ingested by someone with a problem with alcohol, all bets are likely off. Willpower alone, i.e. the ego and the superego, are not enough by themselves to stem the tide at this point. The id has free reign in your thoughts and subsequently your feelings and your actions. This led me to more drinking and eventually full-blown relapse. If you are not aware of the inner rumblings of the id under these circumstances, moving decisively to protect yourself from relapse is virtually impossible. Therapy, 
Tip number two. Setting your everyday expectations to a life devoid of conflict is not only not healthy, it is also unrealistic. The superego is the perfectionist of the three elements and operates as a moral conscience. The superego demands perfection at all times and nothing less will suffice. If the superego lived in a vacuum by itself, without either the id or the ego to balance it out, pandemonium would ensue every time that perfection was not achieved. No human being is perfect, so you can imagine how chaotic that kind of scenario would be. When I had the good fortune to take the time out in rehab to work on myself, the influence of the superego was definitely a good thing. But a rehab center is in effect a protective bubble, which allowed me to shoot for the stars in terms of my expectations. If I did not get there, I would at least get as far as I could possibly go. In the real world, this would not be the case. The superego will have you believe, for example, that it is not okay not to be okay sometimes. I can tell you from past experience that unrealistic expectations are one of the biggest factors that contribute to relapse. So, while the superego's intentions may be honorable, I think you can see why it is not in the best interest of a person in recovery to have the superego as their best amigo. Mental health advocates argue that all individuals, not just those in recovery, need to cut themselves some slack. That it is okay not to be okay at times. The key is how you respond to your feelings. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy, 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 therapy. And now, some insight from Pam. I just love talking to myself. I'm always here to listen. And I'm always going to enjoy the conversation with myself. How do I feel? What do I think? What do I like? What's going on for me? These are questions we should be asking ourselves all the time. And we should be listening. Not to what other people say or what other people think, but how do we feel inside? And how are you going to find out unless you take time and listen to yourself? Ask yourself questions. Try it out. Generally, if we listen carefully, we know the truth for ourselves. The next steps may be harder, but at least we're in alignment with ourselves. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy. I need therapy. Therapy. I need therapy. 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 Tip number three. As Pamela just expressed, ignore the outside chatter. Let me take it a step further and say, make sure that your ego is your amigo. According to Freud's theory, the ego is the realistic and most rational element of the three. For this reason, it is in constant mediation mode between the desires of the id and those of the superego. I am not an impulsive person by nature. Never have been. So if I'm out there acting impulsively, even when alcohol is not involved, I know that I'm not of sober mind in that instant. So you see, I have that built-in mechanism to check myself well before it gets to the point of succumbing or even obsessing about that first drink. I have already alluded to the perils of unrealistic expectations, especially in recovery, and how these played a leading role for me to relapse in the past. 
That is why personally, my closest association under these specific circumstances cannot be with either the id or the superego. My ego is my amigo, which is what has allowed me to assert myself under a constant barrage of different ideas from the id and the superego. I'm even more wary of outside chatter once I have made a decision as to my course of action. Psychologists have spoken about a peak performance levels for athletes, where outside stimuli like crowd noise are shut out entirely. The best athletes clearly understand what they're supposed to do because it is clearly mapped out in their mind's eye. Uncertainty never holds sway. Michael Jordan has spoken about this. Steph Curry, too, after setting an NBA record for most three-pointers made in a game. Think about it. Is it possible to concentrate on a TV show, focus on what is being said on the radio, and hold a serious conversation with the person seated next to you all at the same time? I don't think so. So ignore the outside chatter. Don't give in to the whims of the id or the unrealistic expectations of the superego. Zone in instead on the realistic analysis of the ego in a world that demands practicality over theory. Make sure that your ego is your amigo. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, 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 therapy. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listening to On The Brink, the No Gray Area podcast. Be sure to look out for the next episode when Pamela and I will be talking about support systems. And if you got something out of today's episode, feel free to share the podcast. It is a complimentary piece to my memoirs, On The Brink, A Journey Through the Five Steps of Recovery, now available as an ebook and in paperback. Also, the show notes in the book are more of a summary and do not include everything that is discussed on the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you join us next time. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, I need therapy. Therapy, 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 therapy.